0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Now welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with DJ Tariq, AKA the architect, and the one and only lovely
1: Ann Christensen, AKA the dining critic.
0: AKA the dining critic. Well, didn't we have a better name for you? We didn't. No, we
1: didn't. No, oh, we didn't.
0: Okay. Hey, on this week's edition of This Bite, we're going to talk about the latest issue of October's uh, Milwaukee Magazine and the stuff that you covered, which is some cool stuff, including a real cool piece about the uh, funky fresh spring rolls, the guy running that. He's a really interesting guy, so we're going to get in that as well. And then we have uh, some news to announce uh, a closing, kind of a kind of a groundbreaking restaurant at the time, Uh, Swig. is going to be officially closing their doors in a couple weeks. Uh, Also, as far as events, we have a Cider and Nano Beer Fest, Battle of the Chefs, uh, kind of a fundraiser event, returns again this year. And for those who love brunch, which seems to be everybody in this city except for me, uh, there's a brunch festival, I call it, called Let's Brunch MKE. You want to get into that for this week's episode of This Bites. But let's kick it off with the latest edition of Milwaukee Magazine. So what's what did you uh, cover in this issue, Anne? And okay.
1: You- well, a couple of things I cover. One is um, an orchard, an organic apple orchard that's out uh, in Colgate, Wisconsin, which is just west of, like, Menominee Falls, mm-hmm. Germantown area. But this is really the time of year when you're going out looking at the fall colors and you want to get fresh, locally grown apples, you know. To, it's fall, what, yeah. Yeah, to eat out of hand or to make your pies and— Crumbles and crisps and stuff like that. And it's one of the, my favorite things to do in the fall. So this apple orchard um, is really cool because you can do you can either go uh, there and just buy, um, you know, bags of pre-picked apples mm. um, and get some apple cider. Like on the weekends, they have a bakery that's open, which okay. is on site. Yeah, and actually, on the weekends is when they are open. They don't have weekday hours okay. yet. Um, maybe next year. Maybe in, in, it's a good little know. family trip. It's a great family trip. So mm. you go on the weekend, you stop in their bakery and you get some apple cider donuts, or you get a piece of slab pie, um, you get some cider, a caramel apple, and then you can either just buy um, the apples that are that are um, that they've picked right there, mm. or you can go out into the orchard yourself. And pick them, which is to me the most fun. I've never done that. I
0: I assume you've done that. Yes. In fact, I did it here. I have never picked apples, ever.
1: Tariq, you are missing out.
0: I I just go to the Apple store, get my uh, iPhone, though. uh
1: uh uh I had a feeling the Apple store would (laughs) figure into this conversation. So, um, this orchard has um, many, many, many different kinds of apples that they grow there. and depending on the time of year or the week that you're there, they have something new that they're picking, right? So, um, you know, whether it's the McCoon apple or um, the Sweet 16 or the Honeycrisp, um, I was there really early in the season. Um, so I had like the some of the first fall apples, or I guess you'd call them late summer apples mm-hmm. um, coming up uh, later this month. And, and I think some of the later apples are really good because there are um, some of them that they have. They have a crimson crisp that is kind of tart and spicy, but sweet and juicy and really crisp. Mm. So it's a great eating apple. They also have an apple um, called the crimson topaz,
0: which Love I've never name. had.
1: Yeah, but I want to try it because I've heard it kind of has a cinnamon type mm. of flavor to <laughs> and it. And you can
0: taste the difference in these apples. You can absolutely,
1: okay. absolutely. You can. The flavor um, varies from apple to apple. The texture, whether it's really crisp. Or it's, um, you know, a little on the softer side, mm-hmm. but I prefer like a really crisp apple. Okay. I like tart, sweet. Um, I really like Honeycrisp, but they have a lot of apple, or they have some apples that, like, if you like Honeycrisp, this is the apple for you. Okay. Or if, you know, so there's a, you can really go and get something that you're more familiar with, or you could try an apple you never had before.
0: Okay. What's the next story that I was very interested because you did a story with the gentleman of Funky Fresh Spring Rolls.
1: That is Truman McGee.
0: He's he a cool, cool yeah. guy. Uh, he, I, he's been everywhere now. I know he's going to be in the Sherman Phoenix, which opens next month.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to open in early November, and, I think. And uh, the cool uh-huh. thing about
0: what he does at his uh, food truck or food trailer or his, his business is that you can get a, some money off of, of the spring rolls. But you have to do some uh, exercises.
1: Oh right! Yeah. He also has a space in Grand Avenue mm-hmm. Mall or the shops at mm-hmm. Grand Avenue, I guess it's called. Um, and he, so, as as you know, and maybe maybe our listeners don't, um, his his spring rolls are baked, not fried. So they're mm-hmm. healthy. They also have lots of interesting ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's not just, I mean, it's not like having... Pork cabbage like, and right.
0: traditional egg rolls. Yeah,
1: it's, there or are a lot, mm-hmm. there's all these different varieties that use chicken or they're vegetarian. Or
0: salmon. Or-
1: salmon, you know, he's pretty creative with it. When he, he had a photo taken by our photographer and he mm-hmm. wore this t-shirt that said, entrepreneur, fancy word for crazy person following their dream, huh. which I think pretty much sums up um, what he's doing, but he's not crazy. You know, he's got a pretty interesting story. Um, he started out, um, you know, as a, like a sheet metal worker Mm. and he lost his job. He also at the same time, um, wanted to get fit, was feeling, you know, sort of the health effects of not being fit. So he started exercising and he started to become this sort of fitness pro. And at the same time he started, you know, baking these spring rolls, Mm. you know, Um, And that became a business, sort of a side business, and he was selling them at farmer's markets. Now it's become like a full-time business. And, yes, as you mentioned, he's going to be opening in the Sherman Phoenix Mm -hmm. building along with many other vendors. In fact, we mentioned um, there's going to be a coffee house called Shindig Coffee. Um, Uh, Lush
0: Popcorn, I think, is going to be there, right? Lush
1: Popcorn is going to be there. Confectionately Yours, Mm -hmm. which is... um, Used to, was a home-based, made-to-order, southern-style sweets and treats business. So they're going to be located mm. in there. That's just three of the businesses. Yeah,
0: that's cool. So, that's, uh, so you can find those stories in the latest issue of uh, Milwaukee yep, Magazine, that's the, the October, Oc- issue, October issue, the home issue. Right. Oh. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by You. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 prize. Now we're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast and Tariq. And we're going to talk uh, some sad news. Um, but all good things come to an end, as they say. Swig. Uh, mm-hmm. They kind of the, they were the pioneers, I've heard, of the small plates Dining movement in Milwaukee.
1: They were one of the first, yeah. for sure.
0: They've been around about fifteen years, and they're they're shutting their doors. Can you give me any details about that? Yeah,
1: um, they they're uh, actually been open since two thousand and four, so I guess it's fourteen years. Um, but they uh, are the neck. They they they're located on Broadway, right next door to Onesto, which is yeah. the Italian mm-hmm. restaurant owned by the same group. Um, yeah, restaurant group which is Hospitality Democracy. Um, what I understand is that. Um, Marcus Investments is the owner now of all the restaurants in that portfolio. And I heard they tried to work on, and their lease was coming up, tried to work on an agreement. They couldn't really come to one. Um, and uh, there was a potential that they would do a new concept there, mm-hmm. kind of like what they did with Water Buffalo yeah. turning into Blue Bat. Um, but it just wasn't going to happen. So uh. that's why they are closing. Um and so they're going to carry on as usual until the 14th which What's is a brunch? Sunday. Yeah, and they're going to they're going to close after brunch.
0: And um, they know they also have a bottomless mimosa brunch, which I know you used to... At Swig? Yeah, partake. In. Oh, that's
1: yeah, that's me to it. You were just tea. taking
0: baths in mimosas. You, know, you I mean, told me come about on. these days it when just, you were younger.
1: Really? It just it, it was yeah. an ugly it You're was remo- an ugly time. People
0: your your college kids called you mimosa queen, is that right?
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but just so you know, just so you know that there are other restaurants that are, are uh, businesses run in the third ward by the same uh, uh, parent parenting mm. group, I mm. guess you could call them. Holy moly Donuts, Smoke Shack, um, and then Blue Bat Kitchen mm. and Tequila and they also own uh, AJ Bombers too. Yes,
0: that's right. And uh, then they close on the fourteenth. You said yes, Sunday. Uh, next up, uh, let's cover some uh, really interesting events that are happening in the next few days. Uh, starting off with a Cider and Nano Beer Fest. I never saw... I never, you know what? I never seen Milwaukee ever had a Cider Fest.
1: Yeah. This uh, This is not the first year they've done this fest, okay. though, Tariq. It's definitely so a thing. They're probably the only
0: one that's done a Cider Fest. Guess, I'm not sure there's any other Cider Fests out there in, in, the, in Milwaukee.
1: Oh, in Milwaukee. Yeah. I don't think there is in Milwaukee, yeah. but... Um, so it's nano meaning small batch brews. Okay. And that's um, that's kind of what this festival is all about. It's Saturday, October 6th. It's at the Schlitz Park Complex on 2nd Street. Um, it runs from 1 to 430. And there's going to be more than 40 ciders and cider cocktails to sample. Um, it's going to be a live DJ, uh, commemorative tasting glass, Wisconsin football, um, and in, in terms of your your sampling, you, you're going to be able to, um, with your admittance, uh, have unlimited sampling. And these are three-ounce samples um, of some of the best craft brews and ciders uh, in Milwaukee, which is pretty interesting. Um, and cider has just been this growing industry. It's tasty. I've, I've, been, uh, I've been drinking
0: this um, black cherry cider. Really, really good. Is it
1: made here? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, I mean, I remember when there were no ciders he- yeah. here at all, and you would, you would really be looking elsewhere for mm-hmm. a cider, or even from something in, like, Ireland or England. There was a England. couple of brands. That was it. Now yeah. it's, it's, it's really, not just apples. Really there's
0: other fruits and other, you know, yeah. they got the cider bar here in Walker's Point. Uh, so, and it's gluten-free. So, people who like sometimes gluten-free beer is not very tasty, at least what I've heard. Right. Um, Have so you been to Lost
1: Valley? Yes. The cider La- bar? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it.
0: So... It's an opportunity to get some gluten-free stuff and a little diversity instead of hops and IPAs, a little, little change of pace. Right. You know. What's
1: also interesting are cider cocktails, which um, I think cider is a really interesting and really delicious addition to cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Better than like soda water it, or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I think, a it, more
1: right, because there's so many. What I found when I went to Lost Valley, I was tasting ciders. I had no idea they were even <laughs> making ciders like this. They were so interesting and complex, mm. you know. In terms of all the, whether they were, you know, uh, drier or, you know, or much or much sweeter or mm. they, they could have been bitter or really interesting, richer and as opposed to lighter. It was a really interesting uh, mix of, of mm. kinds of ciders because they, they would do cider, um, like cider flights so you could taste it. Oh, thing. yeah. Yeah.
0: I was thinking like there's also, I felt like, I don't know, maybe it went away. I felt there was a trend for mead. Yeah. Uh, is like going to be yeah. mead are going to be there, or is it just cider? And, I don't
1: know uh, about mead at this event. But there's but a
0: Wisconsin mead company. Yeah.
1: And there's I two. There's a couple. Thought, I, think we, I feel like we talked about this one time where we thought mead was going to become a thing. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's tasty. I went to, I forgot where it was, a meadery uh, north of here. A meadery? A meadery. That's what it's called. Not to be confused
1: with a meadery.
0: Yeah, meadery. Meadery. Uh, there's also a winery about north of here, probably 40 minutes north of here. We went to uh, with my coworker, Cheryl. And uh, we bought a bottle of it. And then I think I drank that bottle in like two hours. <laughs> it was so wow. good. And then like, you don't really feel the effects of the mead until you're done. Yeah. You know, like while you drink other things, you start feeling as you go along. I'm just drinking it like nothing. And all of a sudden it's done. And all of a sudden like, oh, I guess I'm just staying in tonight in the house. <laughs> but it's very tasty stuff. Like mead is just, I think it's just as, as creative as cider can be, you know, because there's different flavors you can add to mead. But maybe mm-hmm. there will be a, a mead fests in Milwaukee Maybe. in the near future um next is an event that I've been part of as a judge uh as a host and I think I was supposed to be part of it this year but I uh, conflict of schedule conflict happened. Yeah. talk about battle to chefs I think this is the third year for this event it's fundraiser
1: I don't know how many years they've been doing years. it I can't say for it's certain like- uh but there, it's held this uh this particular one's going to be held on Sunday October 14th it's going to be at the Chef's Table on South 3rd Street. Um, and it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's so it, the proceeds for the event is, are, are going to go toward um, the MPS Foundation for Culinary Programming. So that's Good the... Good job. Yeah. Great. Yep. Um, and so it's really, it's it's essentially, as, as the name, you know, suggests, it's a competition. Um, and there's going to be a, uh, like an... Three different rounds, I, I understand, or at least several different mm-hmm. rounds. Um, there's the first round is appetizer, entree, um, and it's so there are three chefs. One is Nell Benton from the National, mm-hmm. um, Karen Gill from the Focused Fork, and Jarvis Williams from Surge Restaurant Group. Uh, the dessert round it's going to feature three pastry chef, chefs. Um, uh, Jess Reinhardson, who's the owner of Grage Patisserie, which just opened in Walker's Point, uh, we mentioned it. It's a, it's near the Iron Horse Hotel, um, and there's two other pastry chefs: Kate Duvnak from Cupcake, Cup Kate, and Cup-Kate. Kay Cronin from Drizzled Cheesecakes by Kay. Clever. Yeah, Cup-Kate. and then Cup Kate, and then there's going to be the celebrity sous chefs, um, which include well, supposed to be me. Well, Sherry Tran of Freighted is one yeah. of them. Um, so, there, yeah, there's like four different people or three different people that are going to be the, the
0: celebrities. Zoo. It's a great event. By
1: um, yeah, so they're there to, to sort of mm-hmm. pitch in. Um, and, again, it the proceeds are going to be donated to the MPS Foundation for Culinary Programming. So it's a really great
0: And one of the things I like about this culinary event in Milwaukee is probably one of the most diverse event you ever go to as far as a, a culinary event. Yeah. very diverse. The participation. The, that's awesome. The, the sous chefs. It's really bringing a lot of people together. It's a really beautiful event. And it's a great space where he, they do it at, yeah. at the chef's table. Yep. So definitely and a great cause.
1: So that's Sunday, October 14th from 4 to 7 p.m.
0: Cool. Uh, final events. Uh, let's talk about the most popular uh, meal of Milwaukee. Brunch. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> It's not really a meal. Someone made it up anyway. But anyway, brunch. There's a a brunch festival happening. It is a
1: meal though. Breakfast and lunch together. I mean, like you've been denying it. I know, but you. It's a made
0: up meal. It's basically lunch. Yeah. Pretty much lunch. It's just I don't want to eat too early. I don't want to eat too late. And I want to have something not cereal. I don't want to have a sandwich. And I
1: want to be able to have a drink and not make it feel like I'm drinking drinking too too early. early in the morning.
0: It's an excuse to do something that you probably shouldn't do. That's what brunch is basically is. Yeah. But anyway, there's a kind of a brunch festival happening. What's this all about?
1: Uh, yeah, it's called Let's Brunch MKE. It is uh, happening on October t- uh, 20th, October 20th. Um, and it's going to be at the Italian Community Center, right? ICC. Over, yeah, ICC right over on East Chicago Street. Um, Are and down with
0: me? ICC. No. What's that? You remember the song OPP? No. Oh, there's a song by Naughty by Nature, a- OPP, P, and they go like, ICC, are you down with, yeah, moving on. Yeah, so let's right, move, move
1: along here. So it's kind—it's of, a sampling event, okay? So it's, yeah. you're going to be sampling brunch uh, dish items, I guess, brunch mm-hmm. dishes from um, uh, several, many, many different Milwaukee companies. So, And I say companies because it's not just restaurants. So Bitter Cube is going to be there, um, Milk and Honey, which does – you, you know what mm. I'm talking about. the They do that that cream liqueur that yes. has date honey in it.
0: Yes. Very yeah. tasty. Very, very tasty. The
1: oak barrel. Um, but then as, as far as food is concerned, Stella Van Buren, Lake Park Bistro, Harbor House, Sw- uh, Swig. I don't know if Swig's going to be there. Maybe Swig will be there Maybe posthumously. Just getting, rid of the, you know, um, f-
0: getting rid of all their resources. Right. You know, it,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Holy moly! Uh, Pastiche, the Brass Alley, Mason Street Grill, Safe House—a lot of restaurants participating. And um, there's also OMG Bloody Marys and Great Lakes Distillery, so they're going to be—they're going to be plenty of of Bloody Marys and things. So there will be a Bloody Mary drink.
0: bar kind of thing going on.
1: I or? don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be a bar, but. um oh, Cool. Yeah.
0: Nice. Again, when is that?
1: Uh, October twentieth at eleven
0: a.m. Cool. Before we close out this week's edition of This Bites, um, you know we're both fans of Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Who unfortunately rests in power. Did you know that there's a college in Louisiana at Louisiana University going to teach an Anthony Bourdain inspired course? No. Have you seen these? Like, there's been these courses. There's a Beyonce course out there. There's a uh, that um, that
1: just blows my mind.
0: Johnny Depp course, but there's an Anthony what? Bourdain course. Uh, that will be taught. You're
1: making up those other ones.
0: No, I am not.
1: There's a Johnny Depp course. There's a
0: Johnny Depp course. There's a guy. I can't think of his name. <sighs> that was in The Matrix. There's a course on him.
1: Oh, Keanu Reeves.
0: Yeah, there's a the Keanu Reeves course. Yeah, you be surprised. You know, yeah, I
1: am surprised.
0: You know, that's, that's where tuition, all that parents raising that money for tuition, that's what your money's going towards. <laughs> the Keanu Reeves course. <laughs> but there's an Anthony Bourdain course. The course will examine the films and writing that influence Bourdain's own work. Uh, it, would co- it would cover everything from his films to even his comic books because he's a big comic book fan. Most people don't know that. He's a huge comic book fan. Um, it would be for spring semester at Louisiana Uni- University, Todd Kennedy, head of the Theo- Thibodeau Louisiana-based university's film department, has announced English 475, Aethro Bourdain, and his influencers. So if you're looking to go to college somewhere and you're a big fan of Anthony Dane. Time to look at uh, getting your applications in for that kind of class. Just want to add that at the end. Just uh, it's kind of cool. I mean, if you think about it, looking at Anthony's life and its influences and what he's done in far storytelling, it's it would make a good course. I think.
1: I'm not saying it wouldn't. I'm. I'm just. I'm just kind of amazed. I'm yeah. actually more amazed by the other courses. That oh, the Canaris course. Well, and Beyonce.
0: Yes. And well, there was a course about Beyonce and, Depp? Depp? and Beyonce was about kind of Beyonce and. The story of Lemonade, the album, the power of that, oh, as far as women, okay. and women, color. There's kind of they look at different angles. You know, I don't know what the Keanu Reeves course was about, and the and the Johnny Depp one. Yeah, there's probably more out there that I haven't even heard of. I'm sure. I mean, sure. just you know, it's just you know, getting people to college. You know, here here's my hundred thousand dollars, and here's my course in Keanu Reeves, and I mean, now I'm in debt. <laughs> but at least I know a lot about Keanu Reeves.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I understand the courses that are about like really seminal TV shows like mm. Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. But when it's about an actor or like a like an entertainment figure, then I'm kind of.
0: I, I don't happy. have a problem, but I have a problem when I have a you know a six figure debt, <laughs> and then I'll have to show oh, for. yeah, it is, is my, my Keanu knowledge? And <laughs> knowledge, <class>. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that concludes this week's edition of This fights Milwaukee's culinary podcast with Anne and Tariq. This Bite is produced by Tyrone Miller. handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org or on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And all as always, stay hungry.
1: And keep the Malort cold.
0: I got a bottle waiting for you right outside the
1: door. Oh, yes. Thank you. Till next week. You take, take care. care.